Welcome to the Born This Way podcast, where we face the conversations the world choose to brush under a rug. Whether it be money, drugs, sex, depression, or suicide, this is your go-to listen on overcoming it all to become the most advanced version of you. I'm your host, Jackson Bourne. Let's waste no more time and get right into it. Yes, guys, welcome. Welcome to an episode of, of a conversation that I want to dive pretty deep into. And I know we've, we've touched on you know certain aspects of this through other episodes before, but I guess I wanted to dive real, real deep into one because as of 2022, uh, I'm going to be building out. I haven't exactly decided how, whether it be, you know, in-person events, whether it be one-on-one, you know, pretty deep in touch sort of things, or whether it be an online program. In that sense, I've not actually figured out how I want to go about it, but I have a lot of messages from a lot of people constantly facing, you know, different depression Claim anxiety claims, all, all these different things, not 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 knowing how to overcome certain things, how to how to attack the brain when the brain gets to a certain level of of fear and panic, and you know we all face it. Uh, some face it super deeply, some face it small, and some react large. Like every, everybody's different in a sense of how we want to react when things happen. And I guess the the fortunate part of of me. I'm not sure if I was gifted this, if I've developed it, if I've learned it, but you know, I, I can safely say for, for my age, I've probably faced more. Now I'm not saying I faced the worst. A lot of people have faced, you know, different things that I've never experienced. However, I've faced things for for my age that are the top tier level of difficulty in a sense of like, like you all know, right? I've gone bankrupt seven years, right? I've had open heart surgery, I've had a stroke, I've paralyzed limbs, I've lost control of limbs. I've dealt with my wife having an affair. I've, I've faced things that are pretty fucking hard. And not once have I ever said I'm depressed. You know, I, yes, I've had anxiety. No, I've never had medication because I just don't want anything to control me because I believe that we are the best medication. And so what I want to, what I want to do is I want, to, I want to work with people and help transform people to try to take control of that part of their brain. And I had a guy message me recently about an addiction he has to cocaine. And his wife is threatening to leave and take the kids and he doesn't want it to happen, but he's stuck in that addiction of, well, I don't know how to get rid of the cocaine. Now, to me, initially, my reaction was like, that's fucking pathetic. Just stop. You're really going to choose a drug over your fucking family? Like, you're stupid. But, you know, I didn't understand his position, just like I don't understand a lot of people's positions and people don't understand my position. But if we all work together, then we can overcome that. And so I wanted to share a bit of a story this morning that I was talking about with people because... I understand depression and anxiety exist, except we live in a world now where people can claim it, you know, minute. I've had a conversation with a guy who didn't get paid. Like he, he ran out of his pay before the week, you know, had finished and he had his new pay coming and he claimed depression. And I'm sitting here and I've faced everything that I've faced before in a sense of, you know, I haven't been out of pain in fucking months, right? Like, but you just learn to live with it. And I've never claimed depression. Doctors have given me anxiety tablets to help me sleep and calm the heart rate. I've never taken one. Yeah, not because of an ego challenge or anything like that, but because I just don't believe I need to become reliant on something because that's a dangerous, dangerous path. You start becoming reliant on medication, then when the medication runs out or the doctors don't have it or your doctor's on holiday or whatever the case may be, you can't get the medication. Your brain is full of toxins and it's going to run down this path of panic and fear and you're going to die and bad things are going to happen unless you get your medication. And that is toxic, my friends. Like that, you, you don't, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do, but you don't need that. You don't. I mean, I'm 31. If I can deal with my wife having an affair and me having a stroke, like two months apart from each other, 
and not take an anxiety tablet and still deal with the 150, you know, heart rate and all these things and the sickness and the lack of sleep, then you can deal with what's going on in your world too. And that's what we're going to work on together. And so there's an old story. It's called No Story, No Problem. I learned this from a mentor of mine. Shit, going back seven years, I went to the first event. No Story, No Problem. It blew me away. Because what he means by this, his name is David T.S. Wood. Go and follow him. He's freaking phenomenal. It means if we don't create a story to something, we don't create a problem to something. So his example is he was driving in his car and uh, he got hit. He got, he, got, he got smashed front on by another guy driving. And the guy who was driving was having a cigar and he, sorry, a smoke. And he, he dropped, he explained to David, he dropped the lighter down the bottom and he went down to pick it up. And as he came back up, he didn't pay attention to David's car, hit the car. His two kids are in the car. Thankfully, no one was hurt, right? And when I first heard this story in my head, I was like, man, did you get out and beat the fuck out of this guy? Like, what an irresponsible dickhead. And David's like, no, I got out and I hugged him because I didn't get hurt. My kids didn't get hurt. His insurance is going to pay for the damage done to my car. So what happened? No story, no problem, right? What happens when, you know, you've all heard this saying, David taught me this as well. You go to work, someone comes in and say, say someone cut in front of their lane and, you know, and tried to get to the highway real fast and they cut in front and they just missed you. You get to work and what do you do? You, I almost died this morning. Instead of celebrating and be like, he missed. Do you know what I mean? And like, I, I'm coaching on this now because I've lived it for the last seven years. But prior to learning all of this, I was the biggest victim you could fucking meet. Blamed everyone for everything because I couldn't take ownership for anything. But learning these things from David, no story, no problem. You know, in a sense of how you choose to react as a human versus other people. You know, the last story I'll share with you is he shared with me, he was stuck in an elevator for three hours. You know, overnight, he was about to do a speaking event. He was stuck in the elevator hours and people kept trying to bother him and help him and this and that. And he was just getting asleep, right? He got out of the elevator. And as he was walking to his room, the whole hotel was lined up, right? To apologize, give him gifts. You know, is he okay? Begging at the service. All he did was just hug him. One by one, the whole way to his room and say goodnight. Didn't ask for anything. And I asked him, I'm like, why did you, why did you do that? And he's like, because years ago, I saw a guy who got stuck in an elevator for 20 minutes. And he came out and he was spitballing, blaming everyone. Like the staff chose to stop the elevator on purpose so he couldn't get up. And he just said, I never wanted to be like that person. And that hit me hard because it just made me realize we all get the decision on how we want to react to situations and how we want to view the world and how we want the world to view us. And these things play massive when we're claiming anxiety and depression, all this stuff. All we have to do is just reshape how we're choosing to think about it. And this is what I want to tap into pretty deeply next year. Like I said, whether it be one-on-one, whether we do group events, I want it to be emotional. I want it to be powerful. I want us to really connect with each other and have conversations that are fucking hard to have because I want you to feel what I feel when facing this level of, of toughness and anxiety and depression and not letting it beat you because we can all achieve so, so much. And so I don't know when I'm launching it. I don't know what I'm launching. I'm in the process of building it now. Uh, it's going to come out and it's going to be, like I said, it's not going to be one of these fucking petty little, let's pat you on the back. Like it's going to be, if you know me and you've listened to me for long enough, it's going to be deep. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be tears. It's going to be hard, but like you're going to immerse, you know, ridiculously. And that's my promise to you. And as we, as we move on to that, uh, I just wanted to share the thing with depression right? Depression comes from when your life doesn't match your blueprint, right? You feel powerless to change it. And we can all, we can all admit to that. You know, anyone who's claimed to feel depression or anxiety or something like that, that's, that's literally all it is. There's no, 
I heard Tony Robbins at an event once, and he's one of the only humans on planet Earth that can say this, right? He's a depressed person. It's just a sad person wanting more attention. And that hit me hard because I'm like, well, what is depression? Is it a mental illness? No, it's a level of stress, yes. But it just forces us into a toxic position to not know where we're going. And it's the you put a, a, a mouse into a container that has no edges, it's just going to run into a circle, right? Like it's the same with our brain. If we don't control the brain, if we, if we stay powerless to how our brain acts and how our brain thinks, well, we are going to fall into that circle. We're just going to run into a circle and that's where depression comes from. It's not, it's not, it's not cancer, right? It's not a general illness. In my opinion, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. In my opinion, depression is fixable. It's manageable. It's controllable. It's avoidable. If we get our head into the right state of mind, understanding how we can control it and what we can do. And a lot of that comes from education. It comes from environment and it comes from choice. Choice is the hardest one, right? It's easy watching a YouTube video. It's easy surrounding yourself with better people. What's hard is making the conscious decision to actually want to fight it because it is way easier staying in a position of like, poor me, I'm sad. Doctor, can I have some more tablets? Let me lay on the couch. No one fucking wants to be like that, right? But we fall victim to it. Right. The biggest issue depressed people make is they try and figure out how to solve it instead of changing their state of mind. The doctoring world of old school has this whole depression thing backwards, right? Because what we try and do in humanity is we try and figure out how to solve depression, right? Which is here, here's a script for some fucking Valium or some medication. Go home, put this shit in your body and sleep. Are fucking kidding me? Crock of shit. That's why I haven't touched any of the tablets for me, right? What we need to do is we need to flip it, right? We need to completely reverse how we want to do it, right? So we want to sit there and we want to change the mindset, right? The state of mind needs to change. Then we change the story. Then we create the strategy, right? Obviously, I don't have time to go over this right now in a podcast. This is what we're going to be going over one-on-one, you know, in this, in this course next year when we work deep. And I'm not, I'm not going to be doing many people, I'm probably going to cap it at like 10 people every 12 weeks because I want this to be real hands-on, real deep, right? If, if you're someone who suffers from an addiction, a depression, a state of mind, but you know you've got more to give, you just don't know how to get out. This is who I want to work with. I don't want to work with someone who's like, no, oh, my life's okay. It's here or there, right? Because I, I want to give the immersion of me really, really deeply to you. I want to watch you transform. And so creating a strategy is important, very important, but it's last on the list. Right, changing the story is right in the middle. Changing your state of mind is the top. We change the state of mind, and we're going to work deeply on that together. Right? It's like let, let's let's look at look at someone who's gone out for a big night on the piss. Right? We've all gone out. We've all partied. The next morning, when we wake up, we're hungover. We lay in bed till twelve o'clock. We have a shower. We don't eat. Ugh. How do we feel? Right? The state of mind doesn't allow us to feel good. Versus, let's just say we're on a holiday. We go to the gym. We work up a mad sweat. What does it do to our body? That state of mind, ridiculously powerful. So I just want to share a little bit about my views on depression. And I feel I can speak handsomely. You know, I know it's a topic where people are real sensitive for it. And I know people that have you know, committed suicide. I'm real close to people that have committed suicide. I've never had suicidal thoughts because I'm too much of a pussy to actually commit to it, right? And I'll happily admit to that. I've never had the thought to go through with it. It's flashed through my head, you know, when times are really dark, but I know for a fact I'm too much of a pussy to do it, right? I, I don't want to put that burden on my wife, my family, my dogs, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, there's too many people that I would hurt because of my selfish actions. Now, that's not to say people who do it are selfish, but you get what I mean, right? It, it's, it's, 
it gets to the point where sometimes we just get beaten. Sometimes things just become so dark and we do not have control. And it's our job to you know, regain control before things get to that point. And if we rely on medication and poor environments and things like that, that's just going to keep taking us down a dark route. And so I want to really focus next year on how, how have I faced so many of these challenges that are super, super challenging and super, super, super dark? And why do I not fall into a state? Right? I want to gift that to people to prevent people making foolish mistakes so people can go on and do incredible things in the world. It's what I'm passionate about. And it's, it's one of the things that allow me to be grateful for all of these hardships that I've had, the things that I've faced. Why at 31, after everything that I've faced, do I have to have a stroke? Poor me. That's, that's one option. Or option two is, Maybe you would have faced this because there's people out there that are not far off facing this and you can help them prevent it. That's the story I'm choosing to believe. And that's the story I'm choosing to live in. And this is the direction that we're going to go. And I look forward to it. And I, I appreciate everyone who's reaching out and talking to me about their issues and their depressions and everything like that, because we, we are the greatest medication. Our mindset, our control, our visions, the habits we create, this is the medication that fixes us. And, and I'm speaking vividly as a person who's faced some fair shit pretty consistently and has not once fell victim to depression or claimed it. It's okay to cry and it's okay to hate. and It's okay to have moments, but we can change the story just like we can change the future. So guys, I appreciate the listen. This is the direction the podcast is heading. It's deep. It's uncomfortable. We're open with each other. There's nothing that's going to be hidden here. And I'm looking forward to anyone and everyone who I get to work hands-on with in, in, in you know, next year, the year after to really overcome these sort of things. And I just want to sit back and watch you guys flourish. I want to sit back and watch you guys create all these visions that you have. I want to sit back and watch you guys live these relationships and these friendships that, that you dream of that right now may be limited because there's some stuff in your head that's preventing you. All right, guys, until next time, talk soon.